the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This one was a slam dunk. There are always a lot of candidates out there. Sometimes it's hard to settle on one worthy recipient, but uh, someone named Amy Armnibidi separated herself from the pack. And now it's time for the Jerk of the Week, starring John Steigerwald. Sorry about that last name pronunciation. But anyway, she separated herself by idiotic statements made in the U.S. House of Representatives where she was brought in by the Democrats to be a witness to the, uh, the wonderfulness of abortion. Here she is answering questions from two congressmen. Um, what do you say a woman is? I believe that everyone can identify for themselves. Okay. Um, do, do you believe then that men can become pregnant and have abortions? Yes. So, so abortion should be allowed then, by your definition, for any reason, for any purpose, at any stage, right? I trust people to make decisions about their body, and then when relevant, I think that they need to consult their medical p- practitioners okay. and not is, if it is, Listen, let me just ask you this question. If it is not lawful and morally acceptable to take the life of a 10-year-old child, I assume you agree with that, right? That would be wrong, correct? I believe that. Okay, that is and wrong. a two-year-old child, same thing. That would be murder. We would all agree that's wrong. Then what is the principal distinction between the human being that is two years old, or nine months old, or one week old, or an hour old, than one that is eight inches further up the birth canal in the utero? What, what's the difference? Why is it okay in the latter case and not the former cases? I trust people to determine what to do with their own bodies. Wow. Full stop. By idiotic statements made in the U.S. House of Representatives. That's where she actually said that. And she's not a cartoon character, by the way. She's actually a real person. Uh, she was brought in by the Democrats to be a witness uh, to the wonderfulness of abortion, as I said. And radio just doesn't do her justice because you really need to see the smug look on her face to get the full effect. But just the sound of her voice and the stupidity of her answers are more than enough to make her the Windows or Us Jerk of the Week. The Jerk of the Week is brought to you by Windows R Us, Pittsburgh's premier exterior replacement company. Expert repair and replacement for windows, roofs, siding, doors, gutters, and downspouts. Why pay double? Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. And when we come back, speaking of jerks, uh, a middle school in Wisconsin accused three boys of sexual harassment because they used the wrong pronoun. We'll talk to the attorney defending those boys. And in our second half hour, NBA owners have $40 billion invested in China, and they have nothing to do with basketball. An expert on China will tell you why the NBA has to get out of China. I know, fat chance. Stick around. When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwall. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. And speaking of zero... Right now, get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsrustpittsburgh.com. You've tried the rest, now try the best. windowsrustpittsburgh.com. Windows 
It's easy and profitable to be kind to others when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Each day for 30 days, we'll post a new act of kindness that you can do for others. On June 1st, you could win $5,000, and a deserving organization will also receive $5,000 in your name. You can make a difference in others' lives when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Enter the Kindness Challenge today at TheAnswerPGH.com. Dr. Gorka here, and you know me. I am very cynical about products, especially those that claim to help people suffering from pain. So when I tell you that Relief Factor truly works, I want you to know that I mean it. I suffered from a stiff lower back for almost a decade, one so painful it made it difficult to kneel in church on Sundays. When I finally decided to give Relief Factor a try, I didn't ever imagine that I would find myself free of the pain. But that's what happened happened. Now I take Relief Factor every day. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. Today, the majority of children have already been exposed to pornography by age 11. Even though most of this is accidental, this exposure can have disastrous consequences for their mental health and future well-being. If you want to protect your child and set them up to have healthy relationships, you need Canopy. Canopy is the most effective technology on the planet for blocking pornography. Canopy's app uses artificial intelligence to identify and filter explicit content on every website. It can do this in milliseconds and is 99.9% accurate. While other apps block entire pages, Canopy is the only tool that filters within websites, plucking out explicit images and videos before they appear. Its image scanning technology also prevents users from taking and sending sexts. The Internet is awash in pornography, but your kids don't have to see it. Head on over to canopy.us forward slash protect to start your 30-day free trial. Enter the promo code PROTECT and get 15% off the regular price for life. As a veteran media sales professional, a six-figure income is within your reach. I'm Andrew Pawoski, General Sales Manager at The Answer. Here at Salem Media Pittsburgh, we offer highly experienced sales and marketing professionals like you all the support and tools necessary to reach your earning potential through custom on-air campaigns, unique events, and over 50 social media and digital products. To learn more about our open position, please email me at andrew at salempittsburgh.com. Salem Media is an equal opportunity employer. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. Well, the world is in uh, danger of being taken over by transgender insanity, if it hasn't already. Just the other day, our jerk of the week, who you just heard at the beginning of the show here, a Democrat witness at a congressional hearing on abortion, said with a straight face that a man can get pregnant and require an abortion and nobody laughed. So how would you feel if your son's school accused him of sexual harassment for using the wrong pronoun? It happened in Wisconsin. Corey Brewer is associate counsel for the Wisconsin Institute for Law and Liberty, and she's here with all the insanity. Corey, thanks for coming on the show. Hi, good afternoon. Thank you for having me. And good, good to have you on. Appreciate it. So, uh, this actually involves three boys. How old are they? Um, what, what were they accused of exactly? And how did your organization get involved in this? That's right. So, there's three eighth grade boys. They're ages 13 and 14. Um, what happened is that their parents were contacted via phone and given a heads up um, saying, hey, just so you know, your son is going to receive a complaint for sexual harassment under Title IX. And as you can imagine, these parents are wondering, oh, my goodness, that sounds really serious. What did my child do? And when they received the notice, all it was was basically a form letter with one sentence that said, a, a classmate informed them that her pronouns were they and them. So a biologically female classmate wanted to be gender non-conforming or non-binary. And the boys did not use the pronouns they and them. So they're being charged with sexual harassment under Title IX. So it's a complaint. What are the legal ramifications of a, an, is it, I guess it's an official complaint. 
Right, yes. So at first, the parents were just notified via this letter. They were asked to come in for interviews. The boys were told to come in for interviews. And according to both the district policy and Title IX, that they're required to be provided with the allegations against them first before they were brought in for questioning. And none of that happened in this case. They had to ask time and time again for for a formal complaint and details of what they're being accused of. So finally, they were provided with a, a complaint. The allegations are for mispronouning. <laughs> um, and and it kind of just continued to go on from there. Right now, it's just an internal investigation by the school district. But we've asked them to drop the investigation because nothing in the complaint, even if true, um, comes close to being sexual harassment under Title IX. And so what, again, does Title IX, why does Title IX have anything to do with this? Um, I don't think most people, when they think of Title IX, think of something like this. Right, right. So Title IX um, concerns equal opportunity in education um, from, you know, kind of a high level. And it applies to any educational facility, elementary school through college, that receives federal funding. So as a public school district, um, Title IX applies, and it, it concerns sex discrimination, things such as making sure that males and females have equal opportunity in education, equal opportunity in sports. And as the law is written, it concerns biological sex, males and females. However, the Biden administration wants it to be t- interpreted as including gender identity. Um, Right now, that's not in the law. The Biden administration is trying to amend Title IX to include it in the language of the law. Um, But right now, it's not. And there's also a provision in Title IX related to sexual harassment. But even that, that, that constitutes really serious, egregious actions like rape, sexual assault, dating violence. Um, Nothing like what is alleged here. And so uh, the law came into effect 50 years ago, and there were no references to gender identity. Uh, Right. So, and I understand that Joe Biden on his first day in office uh, declared that he was going to change that. And so that's still in in process right now. So uh, this complaint against these kids is is not going to be upheld by Title IX because right now there is no reference to gender identity? That is our position, yes. So currently, um, President Biden, by executive order, asked all of his agencies to kind of take a look at their laws and um, take whatever actions necessary, basically, to make sure that sex includes gender identity and sexual orientation. Um, Right now, as I said, and as you noted, that is not in the law. And more than that, courts have held that the use of pronouns is protected speech. So there are First Amendment issues implicated here. Um, Courts have said, you know, even if there was some teasing going on here, that some schoolyard schoolyard altercations, name-calling, teasing, none of that, even if it targets differences in gender, which here we don't have any any evidence or allegations that it did, um, but even in that case, it is not sexual harassment, and it is protected by the First Amendment. We're talking to Corey Brewer. She's associate counsel for the Wisconsin Institute for Law and Liberty. Uh, Three boys, uh, a complaint was filed against them by their middle school because they used the wrong pronoun when referring to, or I don't know exactly what what the situation was. So do you actually know any details about how this happened or anything? Uh, the, the the boys were eventually provided with some details, and um, as you noted, it probably wasn't for referring to this classmate by the wrong pronoun, at least not in her presence, because generally when you use pronouns, you're not talking to the person, right, but you're right. using them. So there are a few instances in which um, the boys explain, well, I think she overheard us talking and saying the word she. Yeah. We weren't even talking about her, but she would say, you know, those aren't my pronouns. And truthfully, whether there was any teasing or rudeness amongst the students, it seems like maybe there was a little bit both ways. 
um, the district really should have handled this in a more appropriate fashion and not escalated it to a Title IX sexual harassment complaint. Unbelievable. How can kids and their parents be forced to accept this gender insanity by a school district or the government? Where is the assumption, how can the assumption be made that uh, anybody would um, uh, agree with the stupidity of this? That, the, that a single person was needs to be re- referred to as they. Why, 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 who, who has the power to force me to change the English language after, I don't know, how many thousands of years or a thousand, whatever, I don't, how long has it been around? I don't know. Right. The, the use of they and them in particular is, is confusing because until recently it, it meant something <laughs> plural. Um, and also the, the school doesn't have a legal right to use this complaint to compel speech. Um, it, it appears that they're taking the position that merely using an incorrect pronoun is sexual harassment under Title IX, and that is incorrect. They may not strong-arm these families or these students into you know, using whatever the preferred mode of speech is at the time. What they should have done is is notified the parents if there was an issue, talked through it, used the general disciplinary process, you know, treating both sides equally as appropriate for the situation. Well, do I have a constitutional right um, to be referred to by the pronoun of my choice? No, no, that is not, that is not of the Constitution. Actually, you have the, you have the constitutional right to, um, use whichever pronouns that you prefer. You know, there are some individuals that have the very reasonable belief that an individual's pronoun should correlate with their biological sex. Mm -hmm. And that is protected by the First Amendment freedom of speech. And courts have held that. They've, They've used language saying pronouns, quote, convey a powerful message implicating a sensitive topic of public concern. So there are district courts that have said that that's protected speech, and use of someone's preferred pronouns cannot be compelled. Well, um, there, I, I know I've seen cases of teachers who have uh, uh, filed complaints or filed lawsuits, I guess, for being fired because they refuse to refer to as a, a to a female student as him or you and. Is that what you're talking about here, that, that, that the government really can't force me to look at a woman and refer to her as him or he? Yes, yes. It's really very closely related. And I, I think I know of at least one case in which the teacher was successful in kind of standing up for his rights to mm-hmm. not use a preferred pronoun. Um, so I, you know, with the Biden administration trying to amend Title IX to include gender identity, unfortunately, if that's successful, I could see this being much more widespread beyond, you know, Keele, Wisconsin and nationally. And, and you know, this is an issue where several people said that this could happen and were told, no, you're crazy. That will never happen. It will never be implemented in that way. And here we have an example where it's already starting to occur. Yeah, so and these eighth grade boys, they're in eighth grade. They they don't understand really what's going on. All they know is that now there's a complaint of sexual harassment in their academic record. Well, you know, and, we, when you think about it, uh, Corey, we're talking to Corey Brewer, associate counsel for the Wisconsin Institute for Law and Liberty. When you think about it, they're 13, 14 years old. This is only, and that's very young. They're babies, actually. This is this stupidity has only evolved or come come into play within their lifetime. When they were in kindergarten, nobody was t- referring to uh, anybody as they, <laughs> a single person as they. Nobody was concerned about pronouns. They just existed. This is this is a new thing. They were in kindergarten like eight or ten years ago. Right. Right. It's. It's new and it's awkward and biologically it doesn't make sense. Obviously, you want to be respectful to your classmates, um, but calling it sexual harassment and trying to compel others to use these preferred pronouns is completely inappropriate. So we've asked the district to end the investigation, uh, remove the complaints from the boys' records, and 
make clear to its staff, its students, that they're not going to be punished merely for using what the district says are the wrong pronouns when they're actually the biologically correct pronouns. And I understand a couple of the kids have actually left school. They're being homeschooled, right? They are still enrolled with the district as far as I understand, but at least two of them are, are virtual, yes, for the remainder of this school year at least. Okay, and and could this go on the kids' records and affect their ability to get college scholarships if it's not changed? That is a good question, and it is a question that the boys are really concerned about. I I don't know, and if this is not removed from the records, if the district disciplines the boys, we are seriously going to um, take a look into. Uh, I don't know that it would be, you know, passed along to any colleges or any scholarship applications, but the chance that it could, you yeah. know, is something that's a real concern. So we don't want it to be in their academic records at all. What has been the school's or the super or the school district's position on this um, so far? Do you get the feeling they're going to fight this? I don't know. Um, they haven't responded with an official statement or um, officially reaching out to us yet. Um, we're aware that they've kind of let their Keel community know internally that they're taking the position that they had to investigate this, that under Title IX, when they receive this type of a complaint, they're required to go through the process and investigate. Um, Whether that's genuine or not, it's mistaken because what their policy and Title IX both say is that If all of the allegations in the complaint, even if they were true, if they would not amount to sexual harassment, they're actually required to stop the investigation. Now, who's liable to be sued here? Well, if if the boys are disciplined, if the complaint is not dropped, then we will seriously consider litigation um, against the school district. Well, if you do, I sure hope you win. And uh, it's great work that you're doing. I thank you for being on the show, Corey. Thank you. Absolutely. Anytime. Okay. We'll talk again. Thank you. That, that's uh, Corey Brewer, Associate Counsel for the Wisconsin Institute for Law and Liberty. We'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. U.S. Representative Mike Gallagher of Wisconsin says there are several steps the president could take to lower gas prices. He said they include ending the federal freeze on new oil and gas leases and expediting development of energy pipelines. Oh, and by the way, kicking all the radicals that are out of FERC, that are in FERC right now, putting a wet blanket on our ability to build energy infrastructure. Congressman Gallagher shares his concerns about the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission during an interview with the Salem Radio Network. Stocks falling on Wall Street again, headed for another week of declines following a massive pullback two days ago. The S&P is now down 20% from a record high it reached in January. And uh, today is off now 53 points, the Dow off 341. This is SRN News. This is jaw-dropping. 2,000 Mules, a shocking new movie from Dinesh D'Souza. Cell phone geo-tracking tells the truth behind the 2020 election conspiracy. Philadelphia alone, we've identified more than 1,100 mules. This is organized crime. They have ruined Election Day in the United States of America. That's provable. See the proof for yourself. 2,000 Mules. Watch it or buy it today at SalemNow.com. That's SalemNow.com. Sponsored by Salem Media Group. Hi, Rhett Rasmussen of BestHotGrill.com. Step up your grilling game with our Solaire Portable Infrared Grills. Our compact everywhere is a favorite of RVers and trailer pullers. Solaire Infrared provides the quick sear for bar marks and texture needed to properly finish sous vide. Use a portable alongside your larger conventional grill to create an instant sear zone and more juicy and flavorful food. Learn more at BestHotGrill.com. Affordable, powerful, portable infrared grills at BestHotGrill.com. Dr. Sebastian Gorka sees the left using another crisis. What happened here is simple and straightforward. Terrorism. Domestic terrorism. They're using it. 
the bodies haven't been buried and the attack in Buffalo is being exploited, is being perverted for political purposes. America First with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Afternoons at 3, right before John Steigerwald at 5 on AM 1250. The answer. Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule. Changing the world one life at a time. I don't eat enough fruits and vegetables. I know I don't. I mean, I try, but how much can you really shove in your face during the day? So the best solution for me is balance of nature, which I really feel better with it. So, I mean, ever since I got the first bottle of it, I take my three of each, you know, every day. I have a lot more energy than I had in a long time because of the balance of nature. I feel a lot more peppy and I have a little more endurance. You know, I feel a lot better. I do. Get a wide variety of all your daily recommended servings of whole fruits and vegetables without having to leave your home. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code Balance. Spring means new beginnings and growth. So let's get your business's seeds planted with Salem Surround. Let us help your website bring you the leads your business needs to thrive. Let's make sure people find you faster and easier on the web. Our amazing team of media strategists are here to serve you with boots on the ground and real-world expertise. We live right here and know the communities you're trying to reach. We're media strategists, and we're very, very good at what we do. So let's grow together. Learn more at Surround. Pittsburgh.com. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP Pittsburgh, a division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. We've got jam ups for your Friday. Parkway West, that's all stacked up inbound. Green Tree to the Fort Pitt Tunnel. Delay of 10 or 11 minutes. Parkway East, inbound trip from Greensburg Pike to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. That is a really slow go. Outbound heavy up to the tunnel as well. Outbound 51 delays Midwood Avenue to Library Road with volume. Outbound 28, there's an accident. It's near Route 8 and your jam from 40th Street Bridge on up. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. Mainly clear and warm tonight with a low of 69. Some sunshine tomorrow. Temperatures near the record of 92. It'll be humid with a high of 90. Partly cloudy skies tomorrow night. It'll be warm with a thunderstorm, the low 68. Sunday, mainly cloudy skies and cooler. We'll reach a high Sunday of 76. Expect a thunderstorm in spots for Sunday. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. The John Steigerwall Show. AM 1250, The Answer. Well, the NBA has another PR problem. Uh, just last week, they announced some exhibition games in Abu Dhabi, a place uh, that where you will get thrown in prison or executed for being gay. Not a good look for a league that pulled its all-star game out of North Carolina over a bathroom law. Uh, we've known that the league makes lots of money from China, a genocidal country, by the way, that uh, practices modern-day slavery. Uh, well, now there's news that uh, NBA owners have $10 billion invested in China, Gordon Chang is an expert on China. He's the author of The Coming Collapse of China, and you can follow him on Twitter at Gordon G. Chang, and Gordon joins us now. Thanks for being here, Gordon. Always good to have well, you on. Thank you so much, John. So should this surprise anybody? No, it shouldn't, because the NBA, of course, has been extremely hypocritical. Uh, you know, it will comment and feels it has to comment on social justice issues in the United States, but as you point out, it ignores genocide, crimes against humanity, and other atrocities against the minorities in China. Um, if it feels it has an obligation to comment on laws in places where it does business, well, then it certainly has an obligation to talk about humanity's worst crimes in China. Oh, according to an, a- an analysis by ESPN, which, by the way, I give them credit for doing because they uh, are very much tied in with Disney. They are Disney. And they're very much tied in with the NBA. But they did an analysis on this. And this is from the analysis. It says, quote, the owner's myriad ties to the world's second largest economy leave their businesses vulnerable if they get on the wrong side of the Chinese government or the public there. Vulnerable how? 
Well, in 2019, when Daryl Morey, uh, the general manager of then general manager of the Houston Rockets, tweeted in support of the protesters in Hong Kong, well, the NBA lost uh, the right to have its games uh, televised in China, and those television rights were just restored for the playoffs a few days ago. So uh, it's subject to the uh, uh, capriciousness and uh, uh, the capriciousness of, of the Chinese regime. It's as simple as that. So who needs who more? Um, does the NBA need uh, China more than China needs the NBA at this point? That's a great question. Uh, clearly, the basketball is extremely popular in China, and NBA is basketball. Um, but the NBA um, does need China in the sense that uh, China enhances the value of the franchises of uh, the teams in the NBA. So they do need each other. Um, but really, this is uh, beyond the pale because we're talking about doing uh, business in a country committing atrocities comparable to those of the Third Reich. Yeah, and the owner of the Brooklyn Nets, and there's a list I could go through here of all the different owners and how much money they have uh, invested in China in businesses other than the NBA. Uh, the owner of the Brooklyn Nets, according to this story, Joe Tsai, I think that's how you pronounce his name, T-S-A-I, he founded an e-commerce firm there, and he's a rich, rich guy, and he has more than half of his net worth tied up in Chinese businesses. So this isn't just about the NBA depending on China for revenue. This is about NBA owners investing in China itself, isn't it? And how, how can this be good for the United States? Well, it certainly can't be because China exploits every point of contact to subvert our society. They're overwhelming us. And uh, I believe that we need to cut these contacts until we can figure out how we can manage this relationship. Because if we don't figure this out, we could lose our freedom, we could lose our sovereignty, because China believes that we're nothing more than a colony of China. Chinese leaders have promoted this notion that they have the right to rule Tianxia, or all under heaven, which means that the United States is not a sovereign uh, country in their view. Amazing. Uh, just another little quick note here. Uh, I'm just looking at the, some of these numbers. Uh, Memphis Grizzlies owner Robert Para has an estimated $369 million of exposure to China through Ubiquity, a wireless equipment manufacturer of which he is the founder and majority stockholder. Houston Rockets owner uh, Tillman Fertitta has an estimated $160 million in exposure through Landry's, a restaurant chain, that generates about $57 million annually in China. We're talking about some serious money here, Gordon. Well, we certainly are. The NBA takes the view that they should not be uh, ones to take the initiative of severing relations with China. They believe that that must be a government initiative. So I think that what we must do is get the government one way or another to get the NBA out of China. I know that sounds drastic to many people, but the point is that uh, we cannot sustain a relationship with a genocidal regime, one that is configuring its military to kill Americans, and one which, through coronavirus and fentanyl, has indeed killed millions of Americans. Yeah, and um, as I said, it's, it's serious money. It's, 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 I think it's completely unrealistic to expect the NBA to get out on their own. There, there isn't enough, there's not enough patriotism available uh, in the universe to make somebody walk away from $369 million. Yes. So we need to have um, the government do it. We need to have a bottom-up pressure from Americans. And the one thing that could very well force the NBA out is that uh, the Chinese leadership really wants foreign business out of China. They realize they can't do it now, um, but uh, it could be um, – push as well as pull on this one. Why do they want, who, who are the people that want the uh, American or any foreign uh, businesses out of there if, if it's generating that much money for them? Well, this would be Xi Jinping, um, the Chinese ruler who believes that, um, that uh, there shouldn't be foreign influence in China. And right now, Xi has actually been closing China off from foreign influence he believes in state enterprises. He doesn't even believe in Chinese domestic private entrepreneurs. That's how extreme his views are. His views uh, model very closely those of uh, Mao Zedong, the founder of the People's Republic, because he actually reveres Mao. So this is an extreme form of nationalism, 
Um, now, Xi Jinping realizes that he can't force foreign business out at this time. Uh, he needs them. But nonetheless, this is his ultimate goal. And we can see this from what he says and what he does. It's interesting, though, that uh, for someone who um, doesn't want outside influence, that would allow something like the NBA um, to uh, exist there because those games, they, they are a, an advertisement for Americana. It's, uh, it's America. It's, I, you know, I'm assuming that they're watching uh, NBA telecasts. Maybe they're done by Chinese networks. I don't know how, they're, I don't know how, the, how it's translated uh, over there and, and you know, what, what pictures they're seeing, but it's kind of hard to avoid that this is America. And it looks yes, pretty good over here. And that's the reason why he doesn't like this, yeah. because he believes in Chinese culture. Um, he talks about this constantly, about confidence in Chinese culture, as he puts it, which really means it's a, xenophobe, a xenophobia, and it means um, an inversion to the United States. Um, so, yes, he tolerates it. This was um, These relationships were established before he became general secretary of the Communist Party at the end of 2012. Um, as I said, he knows that he has to tolerate this, but uh, if it were up to him, he wouldn't. And so we've got to understand where the communist regime is moving. It's moving to close off China and to expel foreigners. This happens periodically throughout Chinese history, and it's happening now. We're talking to Gordon Chang. He's uh, the author of The Coming Collapse of China, and you can follow him on Twitter at Gordon G. Chang. Um, so you said that uh, mile. I'm uh, not <laughs> Xi would like to have um, the kick everybody out. I'm I'm I think a lot of people are under the impression that whatever he wants, he gets. Like, apparently, that's not the case. Well, it's it's certainly not the case now when he has been weakened because many of his policies have are viewed in China as being disastrous, including these uh, COVID nineteen lockdowns. Mm-hmm. So um, he's not all-powerful. Um, he does have to listen to others. And um, he inherited a China which did have these links with the outside world. That's not to say he likes them, though. Um, and so we know where he is going because we can listen and read what he says. Um, this is a person who believes in Chinese culture, and he believes it to the exclusion of others. So if you, wanted, if you were in China and you were part of the Communist Party— and you wanted to get rid of him, do you have to kill him? How do you get him out of there? Well, he wants a precedent-breaking third term as general secretary of the party. Um, most people believe that the Communist Party will hold its 20th National Congress in October or November of this year. That's because if tradition holds, the party will go forward in either of those months. Um, so one way to get rid of him is just not to elect him uh, for that third term. Um, but C is in control and to a large extent of the party bureaucracy and the party machinery at the top. Um, so it will be hard. But there is a lot of dissent right now. We can see this in um, propaganda pieces, which would uh, not be issued uh, if there were no dissent. Um, there's intense infighting at the party. Um, we don't know the full dimensions of it because it is an opaque political system, but we do know that there is opposition to Xi Jinping, and that opposition looks much greater now than it did, for instance, 18 months ago. You've been saying for a while uh, that China has been weaponizing our uh, businesses uh, against us. Um, what, what do you mean by that? Well, China tries to influence our political process, tries to uh, impose its narratives on us, and it often uses business to do this. Um, it, if we go back, for instance, 10, 15 years, um, China really didn't have very much in the way of lobbying in Washington, D.C., because it relied upon big American companies to do its lobbying for it. As China has lost uh, a lot of its luster for various reasons, it has had to lobby on its own more and more, but nonetheless, it does um, tr try to work with, still uh, try to work with American business um, to uh, propagate Chinese narratives. And this is dangerous for us because, you know, when you look at the NBA, for instance, and what it says and what it doesn't say, this is this is a dangerous situation. Um, and the 2019 Hong Kong protests and what happened to the NBA. Um, because of that, 
is a real example of the way the Communist Party operates. And uh, the NBA spent lots of money and, uh, I guess, PR capital on the social justice movement after the George Floyd incident. Uh, and that, that includes advertising what a racist country we are, which they did, you know, in the immediate aftermath of that, wearing the slogans on their jerseys and all that stuff. How does China use that against the United States? Well, China um, reports those um, events, and it has been supporting critical race theory, for instance. It supports the notion that the China, that America is a racist state. Um, and uh, it, it takes statements, for instance, from President Biden uh, talking about American xenophobia. Um, and so Biden has played into the hands of the Communist Party um, by propagating um, notions which China then amplifies. Um, this is not good for the United States um, because it puts our country in a very bad light. Um, and I think that President Biden needs to understand um, how he has been used by the Communist Party and central government uh, propaganda outlets. Is Hollywood the biggest offender? It is really hard to figure out who the biggest offender is. Um, Hollywood, of course, has been a, an offender because it has oftentimes um, changed its movies to please uh, the party. Um, and this, of course, uh, is evident in uh, the Top Gun movie, which will be released soon. People have focused in on um, the jacket that Tom Cruise wears. No longer is there a patch regarding Taiwan. Um, and that, I'm sure, was not a coincidence. Um, and here, I think that it's time to, again, praise Sony for refusing to um, uh, change its latest Spider-Man movie by removing uh, references and images of the Statue of Liberty. Um, Sony won't be able to show that movie in China, um, and it took a hit for it. But this is um, an example of how the Japanese are much more resolute in defending American values than Americans are. Yeah, and that was going to be my uh, last question. Uh, what could the NBA and other businesses, Hollywood and others, uh, what, what could they do to take advantage of China's dependence on them and help the United States somehow with, with, what, you know, with whatever influence they have there? Well, I don't think that they can influence policies of uh, the Communist Party. Mm -hmm. uh, I think they really have a responsibility to leave. They cannot help fuel a regime that's engaged in um, these atrocities. And um, they, if they talk about racism, then they have to talk about the inherent racism of the hand nationalism of the Communist Party. This is sort of the same issue as uh, business involved in the Third Reich. The issues are the same. China is involved in policies which uh, are comparable to those of the Third Reich prior to the mass exterminations. Of, that began in 1941. And if one um, looks at what China did with regard to COVID-19, deliberately spreading it beyond its borders, that's uh, 6.3 million people have been killed um, as a result of a deliberate act. So uh, China's death toll is comparable to uh, that of the Nazis. So the only way to help is to get out, and that ain't going to happen. Um, it won't happen, and, and there are a couple of ways it could happen. So, for instance, the Chinese economy right now is in a dreadful state, um, especially consumption. Um, China will become less important to the NBA over time. But also, if the American people just demand that the NBA leave and either exercise economic pressure or demand that their representatives in Washington force the NBA out of China, but the point here is that the NBA has a responsibility to leave, um, just as American business has a responsibility to leave. You're right. It probably won't happen soon. Um, but that's not to say that uh, they aren't morally compromised, because they are complicit in fueling a regime that is killing people around the world and, of course, in China itself. Wow. Hey, Gordon, I'm out of time. Always good to have you on. Some scary stuff there. I appreciate it. Thank you very much, John. That's Gordon Chang. His uh, book is uh, The Coming Collapse of China, and you can follow him at Gordon G. Chang on Twitter. I'll be right back.
Not paid for by Open Chart Concepts. Attention firefighters, members of the military, and airport workers. For decades, first responders and firefighters at military bases and airports used a chemical-based foam to fight fires. Studies have shown that chemicals used to make aqueous film-forming foam, or AFFF, are highly toxic to humans and have been associated with several types of cancer. If you or someone you know was exposed to AFFF and were diagnosed with any of these cancers, including kidney, bladder, prostate, pancreatic, lymphoma, leukemia, testicular, and neuroendocrine, then you should call us immediately because you may be entitled to significant cash compensation. Call us at 800-515-8809. Our experienced attorneys will fight to get you the compensation you deserve, and you pay nothing unless we get a recovery in your favor. Time is limited to file a claim, so call us now, 800-515-8809. Operators are standing by 24-7, so don't wait. 800-515-8809. That's 800-515-8809. Again, 800-515-8809. When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. And speaking of zero... Right now, get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsrustpittsburgh.com. You've tried the rest, now try the best. windowsrustpittsburgh.com. Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about 100% drug-free Relief Factor. I've been taking Relief Factor for years now to help me deal with pain in my body. My wife takes it as well. The reason we tell everyone uh, we know about it is simple. We found it really works to help our bodies fight off the inflammation that causes aches and pains. Whether it's the pain of injuries you've sustained or just the natural pains from the mileage over the years, Relief Factor can help. I've never looked back. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Feel the difference. Today, the majority of children have already been exposed to pornography by age 11. Even though most of this is accidental, this exposure can have disastrous consequences for their mental health and future well-being. If you want to protect your child and set them up to have healthy relationships, you need Canopy. Canopy is the most effective technology on the planet for blocking pornography. Canopy's app uses artificial intelligence to identify and filter explicit content on every website. It can do this in milliseconds and is 99.9% accurate. While other apps block entire pages, Canopy is the only tool that filters within websites, plucking out explicit images and videos before they appear. Its image scanning technology also prevents users from taking and sending sexts. The Internet is awash in pornography, but your kids don't have to see it. Head on over to canopy.us forward slash protect to start your 30-day free trial. Enter the promo code PROTECT and get 15% off the regular price for life. This is the John Walt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, it's official. Uh, Jordan Addison has officially left Pitt and he's transferred to Southern Cal, to USC. Uh, he's a wide receiver for Pitt, was uh, awarded with the Fred Bolitnikoff Award, which goes to what is supposed to be the best wide receiver in the country. Um, it's, all, it's really bad news for Pitt and Pitt fans. Uh, and it's, uh, uh, it's just a stunning example of the stupidity of college football. But I, I'm, I'm, I've been looking at these things today since this story broke, that it's official now. Everybody kind of knew it was going to happen. But I, I'm, I keep looking to see, and, and I haven't found it yet. It doesn't mean it's not out there. But I keep looking to see if I can find uh, a mention of, of um, within the story 
of how ridiculous it is that there's even some question about whether he should have stayed at Southern Cal, uh, stayed at Pitt or gone to USC or maybe gone to Alabama. Uh, and to me, the number one issue in this story is that he should be in the NFL. He should have been drafted a month ago. If he's one of the best receivers in the country, he's ready to play in the NFL. Why is he going, leaving Pitt and going to USC? Well, I, the reason he's leaving is, is he's going to get $3.5 million to go to college at the University of Southern California. Now, he's going to play football. You won't see any mention in any story about him leaving Pitt about, well, you know, he was a little concerned that if he's wondering if his, all of his credits would transfer to USC or whether, you know, he could major in the same thing at uh, USC that he was majoring in at Pitt. No mention of it. He's going to make $3.5 million in an NIL deal. That's uh, name, image, and likeness. And that means that uh, a bunch of boosters got together, uh, idiots, by the way, and threw tons of money at him. And then he'll go do some appearances at some car dealerships or whatever. And that will be what pays for the NIL uh, and they've also recruited a couple of other guys they've, from other schools. They're now they, they were like four and six or four and seven last year. They're going to be a lot better next year because they have this team. But this whole issue is about the NFL monopoly and the NFL's ability to keep uh, the, prevent this kid from going to play professional football. Now, when he goes to USC and he's going to go there, and in a few months he's going to be playing college football. He's supposed, according to NCAA rules, he's going to be required to maintain academic eligibility. Now, do you think this kid who's, what, 21, 22, I don't know how old he is, that just uh, is, uh, just signed a deal that's going to guarantee him $3.5 million? You think he's going to be sitting in class in October? You think he's going to be writing term papers? It's just so stupid. It's professional football, and they put a name on it called USC, but it's professional football. It's just insane, and the media missed the point on this. Just trust me. Watch this as you see these stories over the weekend, how many times it's mentioned that the kid shouldn't be in college and that college football has become a joke. It's football. It ain't college. That's it for this week. Thanks for Gary for sitting in. Thanks for Darren. Now, thanks to Darren, and I thank you for listening. I'll talk to Yins on Monday. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.